We had a little less conversation podcast. We'd like to let our listeners know about an excellent car buying opportunity exclusive to our show. Go see our friend Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive in Fondelac for all your car buying needs. And wait, it gets better. Mention that you listen to a little less conversation when you buy your car from Craig, and he will throw in a $50 gas card. That's right, people. Just for listening to our show, you'll get a $50 gas card from our friend Craig when you buy a car from him. Listen, you're going to buy a car anyways, so why not go see Craig Peterson at Summit Automotive and just say, hey, I listen to the guys on a Little Less Conversation podcast too, and he's going to just give you 50 bucks in gas. So head on down to Summit and ask for Craig Peterson next time you're going to buy a car. Say live or okay. alive. So you want me to start it out? Yeah. Or? Well, whoever. Okay. Let me run it out. I don't Welcome care. back to another episode of a little less conversation. Uh, Aaron, Dom, Keith. He just screwed up the name of the podcast. No, I a didn't. little conversation. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to put some chew in my mouth at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no. So welcome back. So we're all here. And uh, today we're going to discuss. The Appetite for Destruction album and how it's better than introducing the Beatles. <laughs> I will comment on Shots that. Shots are fired right away. <laughs> I will comment on that later. Okay. All right. So I changed That's up the way I did things. Of course you did. I, I rated every song individually like Aaron did last time. I like that idea. And then I made some notes on it. So Well, so what do you got? Well, Track one. Start with Trent, yeah. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Five stars. It's a great rock song. It was an instant classic. It was number seven in the Billboard Top 100, which, by the way, almost every song on the Beatles album went to more than number seven, but we won't get into that. Well, that's because there are only like six bands. Are you kidding me? There were way more bands back then, but anyways. (laughs) No, it's a great song. Like, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I, I wrote Iconic Song has to be one of the most recognizable songs of all time. And you hear this song... Um, all the time, especially at sporting events. Yeah. Everybody knows this song. Like even young kids know this song. Young kids know this album, too. Like, That's yeah. true. That's true. Yes. And one could argue that's because there's so many great songs on it. There are good, like, that's probably the most popular song on the album, though. Uh, I mean... It's, no, it's not, though. No. That one reached number seven. But I, I'm sh- saying, I bet if you played... All these songs for a shit ton of people. Everybody's gonna know that song before they know. No, there's the there's one more that's yeah. more popular. Way more popular. Paradise City. No, no. Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Way more popular. Especially, especially with females. Sweet Child of Mine. Hmm. So what's your thought on Welcome to the Jungle? I love it. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if I had to grade it, I'd give it an A. Right. Yes, would I? I would let five stars. Like I said, my scale's out of five, so can't be any better than that. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my scale on out of 132 stars. <laughs> <laughs> so do you give that one about a one set about a 170? Uh, no, it's one out of 132. How can you give it a 170? Well, there aren't that many stars. This to isn't give. Spinal Tap. I was gonna say 11, 11's louder than ten. <laughs> Have you seen that movie yet? No, that reminds me. That Jesus I'm taking it with me today. Yes, take it with you because I'm never going to watch it. I don't know why. It's a funny-ass <laughs> movie. Probably because you told me that the Blues Brothers was hilarious, and then I watch it, and I'm like, eh. The Blues Brothers is hilarious, first yeah. of all. Yeah. By the way, did you hear a real-life Blues Brothers thing happen in Chicago? No. Did you hear about this? No. Some dude drove his car. Go through the mall. Yes, I did hear something mall. about that. What? I did hear in something Chicago. about that. Yeah. I didn't hear it when it happened. I think did they just convict him or something? He, he, he didn't. He didn't get his bail. Apparently, they're trying to, to trying to uh, 
convict him as a terrorist. Like they're, yes. they're charging with terrorism. Oh, was he trying yes. to run yeah, people that, down? That's what no, I saw. apparently he was only going like three miles an hour and he was dodging like all the uh, all the kiosks in the middle of the middle of the mall. All the mall so, walkers. Did he say he was doing it because of the movie? I like have no idea. But that'd be cool. Oh like that's what I that's what I would plead. You'd get you'd get out in Chicago for sure if he said I was just trying to be like Jake and Elwood. Yeah. <laughs> They're the Blues uh, Brothers, by the way, Aaron. I know who they are. <laughs> I just kinda got out of Juliet. Uh. <laughs> Maybe he was on a mission from God. I don't know. <sighs> that's what I would plead. <laughs> Trying I'm, to get on, the, I'm trying, on a mission from God. Trying to get the band yeah, back He's got to be a little yeah. crazy. I'm doing it for the Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I would see jail time if I drove my car through a wall in Chicago, let me tell you. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about track two? It's so easy. When everybody's trying to please me, baby. Four stars. You're going stars? Yeah. Four stars. Good song. It's got a great guitar solo too. Yes. I give it a B. I, I think it's a great follow up to Welcome to the Jungle. Um to me it kind of shows Axel's range from one song to the next, where it's a totally different sound of his voice in it. Um I would say that uh I have my, my little note here is it's an angry song written by an angry man. <laughs> Where would you guys rate uh, Axl Rose as far as the toolbox of musicians? Because he's got to be up there, right? Like he might not be uh, Tommy Lee. Like, oh, I think hammer. he's worse than Tommy Lee. Really? Oh, yeah. He's, he's dude. A- at, and here's why: Axl Rose would refuse to go on stage or even show up yeah. to concerts. That your fans paid that price. All the stuff like Tommy Lee did, it was all. Collateral damage yeah, from, from other people, from that's the band, true. and all that stuff. Did you ever hear the story told by James Hatfield about when James Hatfield burned his hand or burned his arm and he couldn't play anymore? No, they were opening. They were on tour. It was a it was a double headline tour. It was them and, and Guns and Roses, and like forty minutes into their set, he stepped in the wrong spot, and they had a pyro go off and it burned the shit out of his arm. Right, so they had to leave the stage early. He couldn't play, and he's like. Guns N' Roses could have came on and played this two-hour fucking whale of a set, saved the day, fucking became this legendary band w- w- by doing this. He goes, and those fuckers wouldn't come on until, until it was their time to come on. So the fans just had to sit there for almost an hour, almost two hours, actually, if you include the setup time between the two bands, to wait for Guns N' Roses to come on stage. What the fuck? Like, think about, think about what you could have done if you were if you were Guns N' Roses in that okay, situation. Yeah. I, I've long said that... Guns N' Roses should be the greatest band of all time. Yeah, no, that's hard to no, say. They, between, it, it, but it's stuff like that that prevented them. All all the actions of Axel over the years, um, like you said, dissing the fans and making them pay for stuff. All the problems they had within the band, of course, yeah, but, is, is, is stuff that did. And then, how long it took them for for them to come out with these albums following Appetite? Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Part of that is they, they had, a professionalist, which I don't, like, he wanted his albums to be perfect. It, there's no such thing. I know. It, but that's what he wanted. But, that's what yeah, he strived for. Well, yeah. And then, and then he gets on tour and he, they can't sing them that way. No. Because you can't sing Axel's voice three times over out of one guy. <laughs> yeah. And the other problem, too, like, the reason it's hard to be, like, the greatest band of all time is because a lot of a lot of these bands that are great can't stand each other after a year or two of being with each other. Like that's why that's why you got to credit bands like the Rolling Stones who've been playing for fucking ever. Yeah, because they have managed even with the drug problems they've had. And I, how Keith Richards? Well, is well still, right, because 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 arguably one of the greatest bands of all time broke up too. The Beatles. The Beatles yeah, they did. I agree, but they made so much great music in the Damn time that you're going on. <laughs> no fool Which, in there. Well, honestly, that it, that really wasn't who's the guy in the band that left before they got real big? Was it something Gun? Was his last name Gun? Who are you talking about? If for Guns N' Roses, yes, it was. Um, is it not Tracy Gun? Yes, he not wasn't Tracy Gun. He wasn't on name? the first album, and he was part of. He was part of. Was it but, Hollywood or but, LA Guns? But see, there was here's here's what it was. Is there was you had LA Guns, 
and Hollywood Rose. And they basically decided to go together to make a band. Tracy Guns wasn't all about that. He wanted to be But he was part the guy. he was the original guitarist in in, in he was he was, but he did it was basically against his own better judgment is what what it was. So he basically backed out because he didn't want to go go the whole way with it. So he continued with LA Guns, which still had some it didn't have no. Guns N' Roses success, but but LA Guns had put out some pretty decent albums. Such as for well. him. Nah, well, he's, like, he still made his money. It's like he's Pete right. Best, the, the drummer of the Beatles that left before they were the <laughs> before they blew up. Like that guy, that sucks even more for him because they actually kicked him out of the band, right? For a guy that most people thought was musically not as talented as as he was, right? A lot of people don't think Ringo was a very good drummer. I mean, he really wasn't that great of a drummer, but. Well, let, let's face it. That music back there was a whole different thing. That it, yeah. it's it was a, a very simplistic type of drumming yeah. compared to what you have nowadays. So where are we at? Night train. Night train. Night train. This this song jumped a star when I did some research on it. I originally would have rated it a three, but I gave it a four after the research. Do you, do you know what night train is? Yes, it's yes. a wine. Yes, it's a cheap wine with high alcohol content. Yep. It costs they, them a buck. <laughs> So this whole song is them talking about how they on the night train, like yeah, yeah, drunk all the time. Yep. There's that's actually a theme throughout this album. A little bit, yeah. What's that about drinking? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Well, living in excess. Yes. Yeah, basically. Um, I, I also didn't never realized that this song charted not very high, but it did chart. Ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. Still made the top one hundred though. Yeah. It's a, it's an alright song. I like the song. I'd give it. I'd give it a B. Yeah. So far, you and I have been dead on, man. Yeah. This this song is actually. I I think it might be one of the most underrated songs on the album. I think this is. Uh, it's probably my third or fourth favorite song on this album. And it's. Uh, well, it's. And it's got my my one of my all time favorite guitar riffs. The beginning the beginning of the song. Yeah. That's one of my one of my all time favorite guitar riffs. I do like Axel's vocals on this song too. It's different. He's he's a lot. I don't know. Deeper is the word you want to go, it, but it, it's more more rasp in his yeah. voice type thing. Yeah. So so far so far I'm five four and four on this one. Just to let you know, like five four and four. Yeah. And you're A B B right? A B B. Yeah. A B B five four four. So now we're at out to get me. Out to get me. Which I think is a very average song. Two and a half stars. That's, That's all for you. Oh, you like this song? I love this song. Oh, let me tell you, if, if I were listening to the CD, I would skip this song. <laughs> You're an idiot. Here, heavy guitars, awesome drums, great vocals, and a solid bass line. That equals a fucking great rock song. Uh, I, very average. What do you think? So it's probably one of my least favorites on the album, but I would still give it probably a B minus. Although I did, I did write that this song was either the result of or the beginning of beginning of Axel's paranoia. <laughs> well, it's, it's very very much about <laughs> paranoia. Here's what I don't like about Guns N' Roses on this album. Did you look up to see who the writers were of any of these songs? Yes, I Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, bullshit. I don't believe every member of Guns N' Roses wrote every song in this fucking album. No, there was some. In, uh, I want to tell you, Izzy Stradlin was one of the one of the better writers in yeah. the band. Yeah, you wouldn't know that because it's fucking Guns N' Roses on all the album on, on the album. Really? Because I, I found stuff where, where oh, I can't find who wrote that song. Um, no, other people have. If you read articles about the songs, they'll say who wrote it, mm. but nobody knows that for fucking sure because Guns N' Roses puts down their songwriter as Guns N' Roses. What's wrong with that? Unless somebody else assisted on the song, then it would be Guns N' Roses and whoever it was. You get credit as a band. You get no bullshit food as a band. Bullshit. Yeah, because some people are songwriters, some people aren't. Yeah. Why shouldn't I, if if I'm the songwriter of the band, why should I get the credit for being the songwriter? You did. You're in Guns N' Roses. No bullshit. That's like saying the Beatles wrote every song by the Beatles. Well, yeah, they did. Well, most no, of it's them. Lennon McCartney. <laughs> yeah, but no, because Harrison wrote some, Ringo wrote some, some. Yeah, but majority. But that's what I'm saying. The majority of these songs weren't written by all four fucking members of the band. How do you know that? 
Really? <laughs> really? Everybody writes writes differently. Some some bands will just all sit down and start start I going. Say that I read in one of the articles that like somebody would come up with the song, but then they would all sit down together and either come up with some words, figure or out the music, figure, to, yeah, like change some things. But they said that it always worked better as they when they sat down as a group and then made the there's song. Some, there's exactly some guys that want. can't that can't really write, especially write the music and stuff until unless they have. The other guys there getting the lyrics and the, and and all that stuff and the melody together. Yeah, I, I think it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, uh, eh, whatever. <laughs> Here, here's my problem. Like, this is why I brought up the Axel Rose being a huge tool in the toolbox of rock and roll, because everything that dude did pisses me off. Like, except for when he sang. Like, the guy can sing, right? And he really can't sing, but he's got a great rock and roll voice. There's a difference between a great singer and a great rock and roll lead man. He's a great rock and roll lead man, without a doubt. Yeah. He's, he's a very average singer. If you were singing any song other than one of one of the Guns N' Roses songs, you'd be like, this guy sucks. He does sing for ACDC, too. Again. Who's I'm just saying. Could he, could he sing some R&B? No. And how how would that sound? No, I, I don't want this guy singing any <laughs> gospel music, that's for sure. But this is this just goes into another... This goes. This is why... I don't want to say I hate the band, because I think musically they're good. They, like you said, they, they're one of the greatest rock bands ever, definitely in my generation. They're up there with the, with the Metallicas of the world. But... They do such douchey things sometimes. You're like, fuck this man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I can't fucking stand Axel Rose. Well, as a guy, I don't like him either. As a human being, don't really care for him. But even even as a musician, as a rock artist? Some, some of the stuff he does as a, as a musician makes me want to punch him right in the fucking face. And I'm, I'm betting this is his call. Do they still tour? No, because he's with fucking ACDC right now. <laughs> Which, by the way, is another douchebag thing to do. Because the band, didn't they just put out an album? Or they're working, they've been working I on think the they're working on one. Is um, it still a Chinese democracy? Which has been... <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, they've been working on an album since like 92. Called the Chinese Democracy. No, I thought that That's came really out. That's really what it's called? Did it? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that came out. Not that I really paid much attention because... Because Axl Rose is a huge fucking tool. Well, yeah, we we've covered that. Yeah, I, but that that doesn't mean you're not a. a, a no, great I said I said he's a gr- one of the greatest rock and roll lead singers of all time. I agree. But he's a fucking douche. <laughs> <laughs> what song are we on? We're on. Uh, are we on Brownstone? Mr. Brownstone. Mr. Brownstone. Okay, this one I'm going to catch you for. What? <laughs> you don't you don't like this one? Three and a half stars. You're an idiot. Oh. Here, how's ever catching eat? <laughs> it's a good song. It's not great, and I can't be the only one who thinks that because it never charted. It never charted because <laughs> because it has a big fucking swear word in the middle of it, yeah. and most radio stations wouldn't play it. You still hear it on the radio. I hear it on the radio now. At the time, though, you still heard it on the uh, radio. You either get bleeped out. Yeah, of course it got bleeped out. It would still get bleeped out. You can't call somebody a motherfucker on the radio. Especially in the way they do it, because they're like, he's a real motherfucker, and it's the only thing you can hear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it would still be though. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, this is one of those songs where they, they placed it before Paradise City, and I think, and they did that in a cassette era where you would have had to have listened to, the, to that song, or at least part of that song, to hear Paradise City. See, I wrote that this could be the, the theme song for Guns N' Roses, Mr. Brownson. Incidentally, you know what Mr. Brownstone is? Yeah, it's heroin. Yeah. And yeah. It, this this was actually written by Slash and Izzy Stradlin. Yeah. But, but if you look at the album, it won't credit either one of them. It'll credit so fucking... They're, they're both in Guns N' Roses, yeah, right? Yeah, it'll, it'll credit Guns N' Roses. <laughs> so it does credit them. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's they wrote the tune while they were sitting around Stradlin's apartment complaining about being heroin yeah. addicts. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's the truth. <laughs> yep. Heroin. It's a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. So what's your thought I like it? it. I just told you. He loves I it. I said it could be their signature song. Yeah, yeah. Would you rate this one over there? A I'd give it. I'd give it like a B plus. I don't know. I, again, I think if it's not before Paradise City, no one would even really pay attention to it. 
Well, then we're going to disagree on Paradise City. Yeah, we are. Which I can is tell next. Us already. What's your thoughts which, on Paradise which City? Which is next. I think that Paradise City is the most overplayed, overrated yes. song of the album. <laughs> Why? Why? Because it was played... 300 okay. times a fucking day so so this is their fault because i hate this fucking argument when it comes to songs this is the nickelback argument or the hootie the blowfish argument if i write a good song and we play a good song and it gets played way too much on the fucking radio why does that make it a bad song no this is this is I'm not i don't think it's it makes fault. it a bad song it just makes s- it a song that you might like a little less because it's just overplayed right but you can't, I, you can't especially hold it against when you the have band. no i'm not holding it against the band i'm saying that that's my opinion of this song i think it, personally it's my favorite guns and roses song. <laughs> no it's not it's i i literally like all but maybe two songs more than paradise city on this album no i, I mean i can't say no but like what's your, what's your favorite Guns N' Roses song of all time? Paradise City. It, okay. What about you, Dom? <sighs> kind of that's it, that's 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 hard to say. Like a lot of my a lot of my songs that I like from them are not their big hits. Yeah. Other than probably my, my favorite all time from them is the live version of Knocking on Heaven's Door. That's that's, that's one that's good. That, that's a great song. Other than that, I like Pretty Tied Up. From the Use Your Illusion album, I like Brownstone. I like Night Train, My Michelle on here. Um, yeah, I like a lot of the songs that weren't necessarily the big hits. Yeah, I'd have to go with Patience, and I'm kind of surprised that's a great that, song too. That it, you didn't pick that one because it's a good song. It's probably my number two. Okay, that or uh, I used to love her, but I had to kill her. Yeah, I like that song too. Written about his dog, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um. Did you know that, that there was almost different lyrics for the song? I'm trying to figure out what they were. Uh, slash one or different lyrics were instead of where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. It was. It only peaked at number five yep. on the Hot 100. That, that's what it was. Yep. So the, when, they, when they sat down to write the song, it was uh, take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. And then Rose sang the, the first line again. And then Slash yelled, where the girls are fat and they've got big titties. <laughs> 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 the band voted for, for the grass is green and the girls are pretty. Well, if it's Paradise City, I would hope so. Well, if they got big titties, you can't <laughs> complain about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I. Again, I think this is a once-in-a-generation song. I think it's another generational song that they have on this album actually so far we're at two it's a really good song but it's one that i can i can go with not hearing for a long time but again is that because is that because it's you don't like the song or no is that because that's what i it said so it's a great song but i've just heard it so okay. much let, let, let me get like, this straight there's not one song on this album i don't like this is just one of the ones i like the least but i'm going to ask you is it because you've heard it too much because that's unfair to the band has nothing to do with the band. It's whether I like it or not. Well, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't... I, you, that is pun- not the only reason. You're punishing the song because... When, when it first came out, it was not my favorite song. Like, of the big three that came out, between Welcome to the Jungle, this, and... Um, Sweet Child of Mine. Sweet Child of Mine. This was definitely my least favorite out of those three. I did and read it wasn't a, even close. I did read an article where somebody said that it was their most overrated song and the reason they gave i can i can live with i don't i disagree but about halfway through the song it does seem like they ran out of lyrics yeah it gets repeated a lot yeah yeah but i mean that's, i mean they, I, they took they took a song that they legitimately could have made there's three a song called minutes. black betty that has like four words yeah so i, I mean <laughs> and i still like the song so so you give it a, you give it a five star oh yeah if I was giving it stars, it'd probably be about three and a half. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, yeah, right. I'm gonna give it like a B minus. <laughs> based on the song or based on the overplaying of the song? Yes, <laughs> yes. I think it's a combination <laughs> of both. The first time you heard the song, what would you have rated it? Probably, probably an A, A minus. Yeah. yeah. So. You're punishing but the song. I'm not punishing. I'm not punishing the song. I'm just saying that it's so overplayed that right now, I don't. 
care to really hear it. And listen, we're we're talking that it's overplayed thirty years later. Thirty two actually. <laughs> um well actually thirty one from when it got popular. Came out in eighty seven. And didn't catch fire until eighty eight. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. All right. On to my Michelle. Side two. Side deuce. Which we'll talk about that, how the most popular song of the album was buried inside two. What years what year did CDs start coming out? It was right around this right time. around this time. So but still listed with, with as sides. Yeah. But CDs didn't have sides, so No, but they were still listed on the jacket as side one and side two. So my Michelle, what do you guys think? I like this song. I'd probably give it I'd probably give it an A minus. <laughs> this is what I said. I said it's got a little bit of a darker sound to it. I said, but it still fits right in the, in this album. Um and it's got the greatest beginning lines to a rock song ever. Your daddy works in porno. <laughs> do you, did you guys do any research in the song? No. I actually no, did. I, there isn't, like, even in the Wikipedia, there isn't a whole lot on this song. Um, I was amazed at how little was on there. Like, I didn't even go to Wikipedia very much for yeah. anything on here because there wasn't much on there at all. For, for, for an album this huge, you'd think it would be... First of all, I rated this song a three. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Um, the song was written about a friend of the band. She was actually a friend of Slash's, but she got to know everybody in the band. And um, her dad legitimately worked in porn, and her mom had passed away. And Axel wrote a version of the song... And it wasn't true. She always wanted a song written about her. And he wrote a version of the song that wasn't it wasn't true to life. And he showed it to Slash, and Slash was like, this is garbage, basically. Like, this isn't her. So Axel went back to work and wrote a song, and he wrote this one. And Slash looked at it, he's like, we cannot release a song. Like, we can't, we can't get this personal. So they showed it to their friend, and she's like, no, this is awesome. Release it. So... Kind of, kind of a cool yeah, story. Yeah, they have actually. a song, a song written about you. My, my but, but it doesn't, it doesn't paint the greatest picture because it talks about her drug problems and stuff like that. But she's like, "This is who I am." Like, there's not much yeah. I can do about that. But then again, not too many people know who, that it's about a specific person. Yeah. You know, right? I don't know. This, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. So you give it an A. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're on Think About You. Keith? Oh, I could take or leave the song. I give it a two. Oh, oh my God. It's very average. I would skip this one if I were listening to the CD again. I would not skip this one. I wouldn't skip any of the songs on this album. Oh, it gets worse. Uh, I give it a B. Not my favorite, but Hold on. I do like it. Okay, I'm calling bullshit on this. What did you give Paradise City? A B minus. So you're saying this song is better than Paradise City? I'm saying I like it better than Paradise City. Especially now, just because I've heard Paradise City so much. I, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, I, again. <laughs> You can't tell me you don't have songs that you think exactly the same about. Oh, I do. But but if I were doing a review like this, mm-hmm. I would be honest with what I thought of the song. Like it's not the it's not their song. It's not their fault or the album's fault that radio stations played the hell out of it. But but what I would think about the song when it first came out compared to thirty years later can be different. And and, and, and honestly, I think it's one thing to have it overplayed when the song first comes out because that happens to a lot of songs because it's the newest thing and everybody wants to hear it but when you're talking 30 some years later and I still view it as being an overplayed song that's still a problem doesn't that make it a great song people still want to hear it it an overplayed song people still want to hear it otherwise radio stations wouldn't play it 
I mean, I guess Keith wants to hear it. We're not saying it's not a great song. Yeah, you are. No, 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 we're yes. not. You no, gave it a B minus. That's still a good grade. That's a good grade. <laughs> you gave fucking what's that? Think about it. Think about you. Think you. About you, gave, you. you gave three star or a B. You gave it a half grade higher. Yeah. And there's no way that song's better than Paradise City. I think in your it is. opinion. I I think Paradise City, like l- lyrically and musically, is an average song. I think because they are really good musicians and everything like that, makes it a good song. I don't think that's a great song. Um, Especially when I look at what else is on this album, I don't look at it as a great song. It was the second highest charting song on the album. I understand that. That doesn't mean everyone has to agree with what I think, but that's what I think. <laughs> like, there's got to be a Beatles song that was like super huge. Like, the, I don't know what's their most po- what do you think their most popular song probably is? Probably Twist and Shout. Yeah, yeah, it's prob- probably probably okay. And then are, are there other songs that you like better than that from them? Even though that probably charted higher. Oh, they had twenty-one number one hit songs, number one songs, dude. Like, and there are some. Like, if I look at their, if, saying, if I look at their Beatles one album, there are some songs I don't like as much as the next. Right, but I'm saying, but I wouldn't say. Like, were, do you like other songs better than their most popular? What you would say their most popular song is? Are there other songs that you would rather listen to than? But I wouldn't rate them higher. Yes, there are songs I would rather listen to, but I, but I would be honest with myself and and like. For example, not a fan of the the long and winding winding road by the Beatles, right? Do I think it's a great song? Yes. Would it be the first one I would put on for me? No. Right? Would I put some songs that maybe didn't charge as high above that in my personal list? Yes. But I would still give it a five out of five stars. Why? I don't because understand it. Because it's still a good song. Like it's still a great song. Just because it's not. This is going to sound kind of funny, but in the Beatles, I don't, I don't like the long winding road because I think it's too slow. Right? Yeah. I realize I'm the ballad guy of the three of us, and yeah, that, that's that is kind of weird. That's why you would have thought I like Patience more than Paradise City. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but that song for a Beatles song is too slow because the Beatles songs are always kind of they want want you to, you want to bob your head to it and stuff like that. That song doesn't provide that, mm-hmm. right? So I like the Beatles songs that are more upbeat and happy and they're usually about love, right? I don't even know what the long and winding road's about, to tell you the truth. But a long and winding, <laughs> winding road. Yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, But that doesn't mean it's a bad song. Like, If I listened to it, I would probably still give it a five star. And I might only give Paperback Writer a three, even though it's one of my favorite songs by the Beatles. Because do I think Paperback Writer... Okay, here's an example. Do I think Paperback Writers is as good a song as, like, uh, um, I Want to Hold Your Hand? No. I know I Want to Hold Your Hand is a better song. I prefer Paperback Writer. I'm confused by that. Why? Why a song that you prefer would you not rate as high as a song you don't prefer? Because lyrically and musically, it's probably not as good. <sighs> Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because now, now I'm intrigued by, by, your, by your, your way of thinking. What is the point of a song? What is the reason that songs are released? For people to listen to them. And enjoy. Yes. So if you enjoy one more than another, that should be a better song in your eyes. In my eyes, it would be a better song. There you go. But do I think it's actually like... Here, here's here's where we're going to differ. This is I think where Aaron and I differ from you. We're going to go, the song that gives me the most enjoyment, I am going to rate higher because that's better for me. Okay, but here's an example, right? I don't care if it's better for anyone here, else. Here, here's an example. Okay, let's pick... Uh, we'll go with, on this song, we'll go with... Night Train, which I, I gave four stars, right? Mm-hmm. It's a good song. I like it. It's a good rock song. Everything's good about it. But if you ask me if I'd rather listen to that or TikTok by Kesha, I will say TikTok by Kesha. And I know it's a garbage song. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know TikTok by Kesha is not as good as Night Train. 
Okay. But you would rather listen to it because why? Because I like it better. Well, that's that's a problem in itself. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <laughs> and I agree with you 100%. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like, do I, do I think that TikTok is a good song? No. But it catches my ear, so therefore I like it better. You know what I mean? I mean, I, <laughs> I, mean, I see I, what I you're say, saying. I say you just embrace it, and you're I a Kesha fan. I, I, I have embraced it, and I am a Kesha fan, <laughs> and, it, and it viewing, almost pisses me off. I think we're just viewing grading or rating songs differently. Yeah. That's you, like, you, will, you will never catch me rating a song because someone else says it's a better song. You just won't. But what if you don't? Like, is there a song that's kind of a guilty pleasure for you? Hmm. I mean, probably something by Adele. But, but no, because Adele's a good artist. Like she's. That's what I mean. Like, I don't know that there is because okay. any song that I like, I like it because I like it. I it, to me, it's not a guilty pleasure. I on don't the way to your, your house today, I heard the song "I Got a Man" by was it Special K? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Do I know that's a garbage song? Absolutely. Why, did is, I, why is it garbage? That's a good song. It's a garbage song. Do, do I know that? But did I? But I did I turn my radio up to way too loud to listen to it on the way here? Absolutely. But why do you think it's a garbage song? Listen, listen to that song. One I, time. I've listened to it a million yeah, times. I know. I I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Would you say that's better than any song that's on this well, album? So, do you think it's garbage because they're not using instruments? Because they're not actually singing? It's more of a rap. No, because I think that song is was strictly a product of the time that it came out. If that song came out right now, or if that song would have came out in the '60s, that song would never have been played on the radio. Oh, but right. it didn't. I I understand that, but does that? That's just great timing. But if, if Paradise City or or Welcome to the Jungle or Sweet Child of Mine came out right now, would it be played on the radio? If 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 people didn't know who Guns N' Roses were, I don't know. It, I don't know. Really, really, dude. The music seems so different right now. Sweet Child of Mine would be played in any you generation. Any generation. Maybe. That might be the one off the album. That but would. that's what I'm saying. Some songs are, are, are a product of their their timing. It's, it's all about timing, right? Like, fucking the Macarena. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would be willing to bet that everybody sitting on this fucking table knows the words of the Macarena. Uh, the, 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 the Macarena. That's I just exactly goes, what I thought yes, they were. I know Macarena. <laughs> hey, hey, Macarena. Macarena. Macarena might not be a good one because it's Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there, there's those songs. Who, 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 that's a good one, right? It's not a good one. But but that's <laughs> a song that everybody song. everybody here probably knows the lyrics to, right? Everybody knows the song. Yes. yes. So everybody can like yeah. yeah right sing along to it kind of. But would you say like I I don't know the lyrics to. Uh, you're crazy, right? You should. I don't. I don't even. I would say I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't know all the lyrics to my Michelle. Oh, I'm not saying I know every lyric, but 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 you know the song. Yes. But most of it, yeah. You yes. could sing along to it. Yes. So does that mean for does that mean I should rate Cotton Eye Joe higher than my Michelle? Because I I know that song. I probably like it a no, little. No, because we're better. doing Appetite for Destruction right now. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like. <laughs> I know that song. I probably like it. I would listen to that song before I would listen to I, my Michelle. I get what you're saying. I just completely disagree with you. <laughs> I, the point of music is to make you happy and, make, and entertain you. If I'm entertained by it, I'm going to like it. I'm going to rate it high. I don't care what anyone else thinks. I don't care if there's a thousand people over there that say that I'm an idiot for liking that song. If I like it, I like it. That's just the way it is. See, so like Paradise City was probably was probably one of the songs that made me want to buy the album. But then once I listened through the whole album, I started liking other songs better. So pa- like My pa- Michelle, I like better than Paradise City. I, I Let me that. put it this way. That can happen. Remember, remember when I when I said earlier that I there's not one song I would skip over in this album? If there was one, Paradise City would be that one, and it was it's always been that way. I would agree. But it back to back same. to your point. You said the reason you bought the album was because of Paradise City. I'm saying it, it, it's it, not it, possible because yes. it was so big when it came out. Yes. But now I ask you, because you've listened to the rest of the album, does that make that song worse? I'm not it doesn't make it worse. In comparison, it just maybe. makes No, I just it, it like can't make other it worse. ones better. I said in comparison. Then what did you rate Paradise City? 
What grade did you give it? Uh, what did I give it? A B? B minus. Okay. B minus? You gave it a B minus. So if you give that song a B minus, every song in this album better be rated higher. It better be rated at least a B minus. Yeah, I don't... Um, or what I should say is... No, no there was... Oh, to get me. I also gave a B minus. So you rated it as equal as Paradise City. Yeah. And you truly believe that. You truly believe out to get me is the same as Paradise City if you had, if you had to put it on a scale. For me, yes. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I get that. The, I'm at, that one's I'm more popular and everything. That's just... It's a better song. I don't... And you guys are knocking I don't it because think it the is. radio played it more who, than the rest. Who is knocking it? He is, first of all. <laughs> if they... if. They, when when this if album he said came that song's out, equal to Out to Get Me, then he's knocking it. If if <laughs> no, because no. Out to Get Me is a good song. No, it's not. If they it came is. out with this entire album and had, because I got all my music from MTV when I was a kid, you know, so I saw all the videos. If they had videos for all these songs and I saw them all, Paradise City would still not have been one of my favorite songs, you know. Uh, I, if. Let's put it this way. If you had to cut one of these songs out of the album... It definitely wouldn't be Paradise City. It would be Paradise City for me. And that's that hasn't changed. I, I was not a huge fan of that song when it came out. Do I think it's a bad song? No. So but, what you're saying is if you, were the, if you were the guy that was producing this album, Paradise City wouldn't have made the album for you. Well, that's if, if they had to have 12 songs, yes. yeah. Okay, but if that's it's, it's going to be an 11-song album, No. So you're saying you would cut Paradise City out of the fall, yep. even though it went to number five on the fucking yep. charts. Well, that's why I'm not a producer. I didn't say it's that, that I'd be a great producer, <laughs> <laughs> but that is my opinion. If you, if you went through all the other Guns N' Roses songs and had to pick ones to replace it, I could find something to replace that song. I would replace it with Patience, for sure. No, that's that's an unfair because now you're I'm talking just about, saying now you're talking about a greatest hits album what you're saying is if I could create a greatest hits album I would find a song that replaces a song I mean yeah November Rain you could say I'm just saying how about, they, no, how I'm about, sure how they about, had a shit ton how about of a songs. song that they already had out how about Used to Love Her because that song was already out when this album came out what's it GNR Lies was actually released before this but it was on a a no name Record, uh, rec- uh, label. Yeah, that's record label. So that's, really that's why they re-released it afterwards before they could get another album out because they had to get something else out from Guns N' Roses. Because I, I just I, I have to disagree with the way you guys are. Whatever. That's my opinion. To your opinion. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> I just don't understand how you guys can say, like you said, one of the reasons I bought this album is because I really liked Paradise City. But after I bought the album, I didn't like Paradise City. That's, I mean, that's not what I said. After I bought the album, I realized I liked other songs on the album better than Paradise City. <laughs> okay. Let me let me make a comment that Keith's going to actually maybe agree with. I'm going to give you a reason why Think About You is not the best song on this album. Because it sucks. It doesn't oh, suck, dude. It's a good but, song. But there's one thing that I that I can say that's negative about it. If you get into the middle of the song, there are some points where Axel's vocals are are overpowered by the by the actual music. I'm not gonna lie. When I did this album review, I probably I probably skipped the song with about 40 seconds left in it because I didn't want to hear it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, the only ones I did that with was was. Like Welcome to the Jungle and all those that I've heard a gazillion times. Yeah, see, I like those songs, so I play them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I want to concentrate more on the ones I don't hear all the time. Yeah, the yeah. ones that suck. They don't suck they don't though. Suck, They're really though. good. All right, let's go. Let's go, go to let's, a song we can all agree on. Okay, Sweet Child of Mine. <laughs> At least I hope so. <laughs> I rated it five stars. I, I think this is the third generational song on this album i think it's the generational song on the album i give it honestly this 
This is the one song that I agree with. No matter what decade this song would get released in, this song would be. And and there's a way to tell that. People know all the words to this song. Yeah. And most people know all the words is Welcome to the Jungle. And all the words There's not not that many words to Welcome to the Jungle. (laughs) But Sweet Child of Mine is one of those. It's it's like Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC. You hear this at a party, and everyone's going to start singing it. This is one of those songs where. Th- though it's not my favorite, and this is what what I was trying to say before, this is probably their best song on the album. If you listen to the lyrics, you listen to the music. Yeah. Music, oh, I, I agree. I, I I said it's it's perfect ten out of ten stars for me. Yeah, this is the only number one hit off this album. Yes. actually, I yep. think is it their only hit ever to hit number one on the U.S. Billboard. Man, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't uh, look it that deep into it. November rain had to be awfully fucking close. <laughs> I got a lot of air Patience but, had to be up there. Yeah. there. There's a few. But it might be. I mean, if it's the only one on this album that hit number one, it, it might be the only one. Yeah. Yeah, the song was released in 88, August of 88, is the album's third single and topped the Billboard Hot 100 chart, becoming the band's only number one yeah. U.S. single. Yeah, okay. Um, like I said, there's nothing not to like about the song. I mean... No, it's it's probably the uh, the most recognizable um, slash guitar. Yeah. Like people hear two notes of this and they know what's coming on on the radio. Yeah, I again I'll get to this later, but this is one of the few albums in the history of music that has three songs on it that you hear the first note and you know exactly what song's being played. And and you can sing along to every word on the album. Or every word on the song. And I would argue there's at least four. Brownstone. You immediately know that that's... But not everybody's going to know the words of Brownstone. No, but I'm saying you, you will immediately know that. Because you're, because you're a fan of the album and the song. What I'm saying is this album has three songs that your average Joe who doesn't listen to Guns N' Roses will still probably know every word to three songs. Okay, I won't be I too, think, too much on that one. I think that has something to do with videos also because Welcome to the Jungle, Paradise City, and Sweet Child of Mine all had videos on MTV where these other ones did, did not. not. But, so I think that that, make, that helps make these songs more popular. Nitrine it does. Video. They do? Yeah. Pretty sure they have a video for Nitrain. Don't look at me. I'm not the video guy. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think it does. I don't think I've ever seen the video for Paradise City. Oh, yeah. That's where they're. It's live, I think. Yeah, I think so. They're like on stage. I don't watch videos. And I'm going to be honest with you. If I was listening to this album and not reviewing it, I would have just stopped listening at this point. Why? You You would miss three great songs. No. I'll get into it. Three great songs, and, and especially the last one. The last one's got a funny story, but it's not a great song. Uh, yeah, it does. Anyhow, on to your crazy. <laughs> Keith, don't start. Don't start. <laughs> you're crazy if you're going to listen to this one. I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so this would be one of my least favorite songs on the album. So this, uh, I'd probably give it a C plus. I give it two stars. I said this is a solid rock rock song. Not the best on this album, but better than than most songs on other albums. Yeah, I thought. And then I said, and you also got a great unplugged version of this song. As a result, I, I'll say the guitar solo wasn't that bad, but the rest of the song is very average. I like the song. I do. I. If I if I was going by the by Keith's five star system, this is probably uh three and a half to four. And what would you have rated Nitrain or It's So Easy? Oh, Nit- Nitrain for me is a five. What about It's So Easy? It's So Easy, uh, probably a four. So you're saying this song is as good as It's So Easy? It's it's right there. Yeah. Right. But honestly, there's probably not a song on here that I rate under a three and a half. So. Like I said, I would have stopped listening if they're sleeping. <laughs> I'll listen to this from start to finish, with the exception of of I might skip. 
Uh, Welcome to the Jungle. I might skip Paradise City. So you might skip the two songs that were fucking hits. Two out of three songs that were hits. Yes. That doesn't make any fucking sense. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Because... Because it's the same it, reason why I didn't listen to the whole song for this because I don't have to. I've heard it a gazillion. I could turn the radio on at any given time in the day and find those songs on, on the radio. And when they're on the radio, I fucking turn them up. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep it at where it's at or, I, I, or I'll search around. I, or I might else. look for something else that I haven't heard a gazillion times and, and, and that I haven't heard in a while that I'd rather listen to. And it. not because it's a bad song, just no. because I have heard it so much I don't need to hear it. <laughs> there's gotta be there's gotta be songs that you feel the same way about there's gotta be where you love the band you like the song you know it's a good song but you've heard it so many times you're just like okay let's see what else is on no unlike you guys I listen to good music when it comes on the radio oh crying out loud <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> but there might be something better on yes there aren't many songs in the world that are better than Welcome to the Jungle or, or uh, Paradise City. Uh, yeah. Wait a second. I'll give when you did Welcome you to rate the jungle. Welcome to the Jungle? I'll give you Welcome to the Jungle. You gave it an A. You said it was a great song. It is a great song. But yet it's, you would turn it off the radio if it were on the radio. Yes. That doesn't make any because, fucking sense, because Eric. Because I have heard it so much. So you, you admit you don't like listening to great songs. Sometimes, yeah. okay. sometimes because obviously you don't like the Beatles, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Actually, Welcome to the Jungle. I gave a B, but I said when it first came out, I would have given it an A minus. That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this next song should have been the title of our podcast. Anything goes. Yeah. <laughs> anything goes. really anything <laughs> let's yeah <laughs> worst song on the album by the way no <laughs> we already went through the worst song on the album <laughs> yeah don't even get me started on that bullshit <laughs> uh, um, I said this Anything goes should be their their opening song of their set when they play live. I said it's not that, a good song. That should set the. I gave it one and a half stars. Oh, oh one and a half, Rick. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I this give, song shouldn't have been on an album. I give it a B minus. This album would have been. Better. This album would have been better if it was only eleven songs long, and this one wasn't on it. Oh, I thought you were going to say Paradise City wasn't on. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. The, the song that went to number five on the charts definitely shouldn't have been on it. Yeah. In Dom's world, it wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. And what a wonderful world it is. It happened. Let's just make sure he's never our producer if we ever do anything, all right? He'll leave all our good shit off the album. <laughs> Remember, even the artists themselves... Sometimes by accident, put songs that are that are hits on the album. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like John Bon Jovi thought, "Lay your hands on me" was the worst song he ever wrote. Right? Yeah. See, I, so, I, I, so yeah. basically, I'm as good as John Bon Jovi. Yeah, is what yeah. You just said. <laughs> we'll go. With All right, that. we'll go with that. I can live with that. <laughs> All right. Now to the most underrated song, the most underrated song on this album for sure. I said it's an okay song. To be honest, I didn't even write this one because I was sick of listening to the album. (laughs) What? The last three songs wore me out. What the hell? The story about Rocket Queen is funny, though. Did you guys guys hear about that? The girl that was going to start a band and she was going to name it Rocket Queen. Yeah. And then how they got the sex sounds? Yeah. Yeah. It was Axl Rose, right? Yes. He was... was Wait, was she with Slash or something first? No, right? Oh, I don't know who's... She was an ex-girlfriend from one of them. It was either Duff McKagan or Izzy Stradlin. It was one of those two. I think it was Izzy. But they they wanted sex sounds in here. So they told her... They told her, basically, we want you to have sex in the, in the booth. And she said, I'll do it for the band and a bottle of Jack. So they bought her a bottle of Jack. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
High class girl. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what she's doing now. Imagine, imagine listening to that every time you play live. They, re, they play that back, and she's your ex girlfriend having sex with Axel, the biggest tool in the world. Can you imagine? Can you imagine her having to explain that to her kids if she had any? Hey, I'm featured in a song. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, she probably doesn't have those kids anymore, anyways. <laughs> so yeah, I average. No, I said this. This should have been a, a huge hit. I said right up there with "Sweet Child of Mine," "Night Train," and "Mr. Brownstone" is the yes. best of the album. I give it an A. Yep. <laughs> as much as it can. We're, we're we're pretty much we're on, yeah. on on pat yeah. with this this one here. I just want to point out that Aaron's a guy who doesn't like the Beatles, and you're you're. I understand what? that, but he has some redeeming qualities. <laughs> it, it, maybe it was just because. I didn't listen to the Beatles. My parents didn't listen to the Beatles. I don't know. Just never got into the Beatles. So overall, I'm guessing you guys really like the album, right? Yes. Uh, well, I think you already know how I feel about this album. I think it's in the argument for greatest album of all time. Hey, they even give the lady his name. Adriana Smith. She had been with the drummer, Steve Adler, for around a oh, year. We were, we're all wrong. wrong. <laughs> Smith later claimed in a TV interview that after Adler insisted that she was not his girlfriend, she went to... The mixing session at Media Sound Studios in New York City, Rose and Slash were there. Rose propositioned Smith that they have sex in a vocal booth so that the, sound, the sounds that Smith made could be recorded and put over the bridge of the song. Yeah. Smith replied that she'd do it for the band in a bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she took expensive whiskey. Yeah. You know, oh, she didn't yeah. say, I'll do it for that in a bottle of Mad Dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we wound up recording about 30 minutes of sex noises. <laughs> Good job, Axel. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Makes you wonder about her skills. <laughs> hey, I'm just... Hey, I, well, it's just maybe, a good thing he showed up. Maybe he went more than once. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they left it quite messy. Quite messy. <laughs> Didn't the inside of this booth used to be black? <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron, what's your, what's your view on the album? In its entirety. I think it's one of the best albums of all time. I would give it I'd give it an A because I can listen to the entire thing basically all the way through. It's it's one of the in even in this genre of music, basically the 80s hairband music, there are three albums that I will listen to beginning to end without question every time. There's this one Hysteria and Slippery When Wet. I will listen to the entire all album right. every time. All right. yeah, those are all good ones. Okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you. After song nine, I would generally stop listening to this song. After Sweet Child of Man. You're cheating yourself. I, I, yeah. Rocky Queen's all right. You're crazy and anything goes I don't like. But I will say this. Not many s- albums have a have three what I would consider generational songs on the same album. So I would rate this a five out of five. Which I know is surprising, but the first in the first nine songs, honestly, there's one song that I didn't like. And even that it's not that I didn't like it, I just I think it's very average in the first nine songs. Which was? Uh out to get me. Uh and think about you, I didn't really like either. It was also very average. But I I could listen to that one. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily skip that one if I was listening to the album. I wouldn't go out of my way to skip it. Um, I can totally understand why this song sold more albums than any other debut album. It's definitely a top five rock album of all time, and I could argue for it being a top five album of all time. I'm surprised you said. I was going to say I'm actually super surprised that you, that you gave it a five. <laughs> I understand what you're saying about the three, you know, general generational songs, but when you when you get down to the songs that you don't like and you give them such a low But, but I'd, I'd like to remind you, well, I don't know if you call them generational songs, but there were three really big songs that you liked in the Journey album, too. Yeah, but the rest of that album was complete garbage. <laughs> <laughs> this one, like, I don't mind It's So Easy. I don't mind Night Train. Like, those are good songs. Brownstone's even pretty good. My Michelle's pretty decent, Right. Well, you don't you, you don't have to talk us into it. No, I know, <laughs> but that, but that's why that's why I would 
give the song as high rating as I did. So now I'm gonna go, I'm gonna speak on the last album review that we did, and okay. I I would put this one above that one after listening to it again, right? And I know I said last time I would rate the other one higher. After listening to this one, I would I would put this one higher than introducing the Beatles. I still stick with my ten out of ten or five out of five on the Beatles. See, I I I would agree with you because. The lows weren't as low as a couple of yes. songs on that album. Yes, and that and that's the difference. I still think that that album also did have three pretty fucking awesome songs. Although for some reason, you know, like what was it? P.S. I love you. You didn't like whatever. That's. <laughs> <they're> so, <laughs> but there were three or four like huge songs on that album as well. But but the one song that you liked that we thought was garbage. I don't remember. Was it Honey? Is that what it was called? I don't remember. I didn't one say of that I liked it. I gave it a higher grade than yeah, one of the whatever. other ones. <laughs> so you liked it more than Keith and I yes. did. Yeah. And that's that's the difference here. Even anything anything goes, which is, in my opinion, the worst song on the album here. Probably still better than that one, yeah. even though oh, I yeah. that was I, hard to listen. to. I'm not one. a fan of this the song at all. But that song, I had a hard time listening to. <laughs> so I stand by my five out of five on the Beatles album as well, and say that this one's a five out of five, but better. Okay, that's, that's why you gotta go to 132 stars, so you can make the differentiation between yeah. the two. Because <laughs> it's just confusing when they're both fives. It is, but I think there's a lot of five star albums out there, right? There's more than five of them, <laughs> or ten of them. You know what I'm yeah, saying? If yeah. you, like, if you listen to a bunch of albums, you're gonna find some that are really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, the Beatles probably have three of them. They got one for sure. So you're yeah. talking about Sgt. Pepper. Yep. But you could argue the White Album and maybe Abbey Road are also up there and introducing the Beatles. And maybe the one that came out after introducing the Beatles is apparently did better in the charts the same <laughs> fucking week. I don't know. And a lot of the same songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so I, I do agree that this could be a top five album. I don't think it'd be the greatest rock album of all time. Yeah. See, I, I, I put it in the conversation. So you, I'm just gonna throw this out there, Sergeant Peppers. That's the one. If you recall on the last on the last one, that's the one I said that it, it probably doesn't beat. But I'd put it in the conversation. I, I can see that. So you think that that one's the best, Sergeant Peppers? Is, <clears throat> for me, there's I, not a I, bad song on Sergeant Peppers. No, there really and, isn't. And honestly, I I would I would normally just try and go right to Thriller, but there's a couple songs on Thriller that I'm yeah. not thrilled with. Yeah. Oddly enough, thrilled with. <laughs> Pun not really intended, but I'm just going to say it is. <laughs> okay. The Sergeant Peppers, I don't know. I'd have to listen to it. There's probably a bunch of songs on there that I don't know. You probably won't like it because you're, you're not a Beatles fan. And it's like, it's their fucking drugged out music. But it's what not it that... It's not that they don't have any songs that I don't like. I mean, it's not like they don't have songs that I like. They do have some songs that I like, but I don't know what's on that album, so I would have to, I'd have to listen to it all. Sergeant Peppers is on that yeah. on that album. Sergeant oh, Pepper's is it? Sergeant yeah. Pepper? Yeah, twice, twice actually. Yeah. <laughs> is Sergeant Pepper related to Doctor Pepper? No, no, okay. no, no. He's related to Colonel Sanders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which one? Sergeant Peppers. Oh, okay. is Colonel Sanders the boxer? <laughs> <laughs> I no. still got to look that up. We should probably wrap this up. Uh, we should. We probably should. Aaron, I think I gave the thing to you. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna look at this blank board. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly blank. Pretend like I'm reading something. There's here. a few scribbles on there. Uh, if you'd like to email us, uh, <laughs> a little less conversation podcast at gmail.com. I love how you're squinting one eye. <laughs> Our Facebook is a little less. <laughs> you know we don't have a camera, right? Nobody sees what you're doing right now. I d- they don't have to. I'm just trying to read this. A little less conversation. Podcast. Podcast. You don't know this already. Twitter. Like, a little less con one. See, I didn't do that. I haven't. I can't read that. That's not even on there. Yeah, we it? don't even have it on there anymore. We stopped promoting our Twitter account. <laughs> I can read it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Because it was on there for so long. Yeah, you still can't get to read it. Uh, we'd like to thank the Pull Tops um, for letting us use their music. Make sure you guys check them out. They make awesome music. So you can hear their song. One of their songs at the, um, the beginning. One of the songs at the end. You're a douche, by the way. <laughs> what? Um. Um. Um, <laughs> we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Craig Peterson from Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac. 
If you go down there and you buy a car, you mention our podcast. You to have Craig. to mention our podcast. You have to mention it. You can't mention it you after you buy the car. You can't just and then call he knows that you the listen. next day and say, hey, by the way, Little Less Conversation podcast. Can I get that uh, <laughs> gas card? <laughs> so you have to, if you buy a car and you mention our podcast, Craig. He'll throw in a $50 gas card. Yeah, it has to be Craig, too, by the it way. It has to be Craig. Yeah, it has to be Craig. Go see Craig. Craig Peterson. It's Craig with a K. Peterson yes. with a P. <laughs> O-N, not E-N. Um, also, so check us out on iTunes. Um, listen, um, rate, um, review, um, <laughs> and uh, also Stitcher. Listen, rate, and review. All right. Till next time, take care. Sarah's wrapped around my dick.